Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is sponsored by Know Your Company. Got 25 to 75 people in your company? Check out knowyourcompany.com, software that helps companies like Airbnb and Cards Against Humanity know their company better. We use this. We do. Yeah. Now I know what everybody's greatest fear is because we asked that that question just, on Know Your Company. Just a nice, lighthearted way to start the day. What's your greatest fear? Share it with all your coworkers. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This is Friendshipping. And the theme this week is spurts. Spurts? Sports. Sports. I was like, spurt sounds different. Gross. Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. So Jen, sports. Sports. We're going to talk about how to be a good friend regarding sports, but not in great depth because we don't know a lot about, we're not sportsmen. Jen is the sportiest of the two of us. I'm sporty spice. It's not, it's like if there were anybody else in this room right now, you probably wouldn't be the sporty spice because oh, I chances see. Yeah. are uh, we the third person in the room would like sports better than both of us. That is very true. But here we are pretending to be experts. <laughs> so right now it's the hockey playoffs, the Stanley Cups. Mm-hmm. They just pass out cups. Stanley's cup. S- Stanley comes out and he hands you a big big chalice <laughs> and it's full of hot chocolate uh so, <laughs> uh so we've got a bunch of questions about sports <laughs> liking sports disliking sports sport sporting around being a good old sport <laughs> uh, uh and we're gonna answer those i am so tired right now how are you doing i'm uh i'm good I'm really okay. yeah i feel good oh, i got good. Uh, i got a lot of sleep saw get out last night how'd it go uh, great movie. Scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Let me tell you. Have you seen it? I haven't. Okay. I won't spoil anything. Well, so here's the thing. Well, don't spoil anything because, you know, people listening. But I, I can't handle horror. So I like I read a bunch of hot takes about Get Out because I know I won't watch it because I don't really do horror. Here's the thing. I don't either. Don't do horror. Mm-hmm. And this was called a comedy horror, which I do not. I couldn't really grasp what that means right like i don't think it's fun to be scared no and uh i don't know what i was thinking when i saw when i decided to watch this movie except that it's getting such awesome reviews right people i really respect love it and i like all the people in it and the people that made it so i was like you know what and then also people were like it's not that scary i should have listened to my gut it was scary is that that always the way yeah but like i saw nocturnal animals which is supposed to be a scary movie didn't bother me at all didn't think it was scary I was a little bit bored, honestly. But this scared the shit out of me in every way it was supposed to. So good movie, I guess. But let me tell you about a cute thing that happened before I saw the movie. I love cute things. Uh, cute friendship thing. I texted my friend Lynn and I was like, should I seek it out? Am I going to am I going to be scared? Because she she's she understands my anxieties and she shares a dislike of horror, too. And Lynn said, oh, yeah, it's not that bad. And I was like, oh, OK, if Lynn can handle it, then I can, too, because she's way more of a wuss. Just kidding, Lynn. Just kidding, Lynn. Oh, but then this is the cute thing. She, as soon as I asked that question, she called me to tell me the jump scary moments. Oh, that's so good. Isn't that so sweet? Yes. She's like, here, let me help you out so you can enjoy this movie more. And she right. told me the jump scares. That's really good. Isn't that adorable? It is. Too bad it didn't work. I was still scared. But thanks anyway, Lynn. I saw Logan and Ooh. I'm still exhausted. Oh, wow. From seeing Logan. Like, if people are like, oh, this movie's so good, this movie's so good, and it's good, but it's also, like, extremely depressing, and, like, and it's never happy at, at any moment. 
oh, we don't need that right now. Yeah, I was just like, why didn't any, like, okay, here's the thing. Life's already very sad. <laughs> I don't need more sad movies about the dystopian future we're going to live yeah, in. Yeah, not a genre I'm super excited about right now. <laughs> My God. Anyway, speaking of the dystopian future where we will all battle for food and resources. Sports. Sports. Gen- athletes are really going to have a leg up in, the, in really this dystopian future. Well, so here's the thing about athletes, though. They need a lot of calories to maintain their body mass. So the truth is, like, they might perish first. That's true. And us nerds will roam the earth. Oh, that sounds awful, too. This is all every future is bad. Jen, would you like to read the first question? Here it is. I don't care about sports <laughs> and everyone else does. My friends all went to the same school. It was Notre Dame. <laughs> and I, here, I'm going to read that it. again I'm going to read it again Do it just again. so it doesn't sound like I made that part up okay. my friends all went to the same school it was Notre Dame okay <laughs> and they're really into it and they meet up to watch every game and we're all the Notre Dame stuff I went to a public junior college and don't care about sports I wish I did but I just can't make myself give a single shit I would love to see my friends and find common ground, but the truth is, I think they're pretty annoying. <laughs> Sports or your friends? <laughs> That's, I, I couldn't. Yeah. What should I do? Do I need to make myself enjoy sports? Is there even a way to do that? Oh, okay, God. here's my first piece of advice. Yes. Call it, instead of calling the school Notre Dame, call it Notre Dame. Notre Dame. <laughs> like they're, uh, they're um, uh, what's it? The hunchbacks. Yeah. What's that called when you have the mascot? It's Quasimodo. Yeah. Just hobbling around the field. Yeah. Being kind to pigeons. It's a great movie. And I actually have not seen the whole movie the whole way through. You know what? I I don't know if I want to call it a great movie because I haven't watched it since I was a child. And it could be horribly offensive. So just pretend I... Whether... Listeners, it's a good movie or it's a bad movie. (laughs) There, I covered all my bases. Ain't that always the way with like old cartoons from our childhood is that they're usually pretty fucking racist on second watch. We tried to watch... Remember you and I tried to watch the Aristocats? Aristocrats. Aristocats. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. We had to turn it off. Oh, that was was a a rough awakening. It was was real bad. It was brutal. Yeah. Not even subtle. No. Not even kind of. So here's the thing. Yes. About caring. So let me tell you a story about how I had to fake care about sports one time. I was in CCD, which is Catholic classes for children. That you are, when you're a Catholic, you're required to go to class. If you're not in a private Catholic school, you're required to go to Catholic training. I did do that too. Yeah. Yep. We, I had to do it my whole life. And uh, it was seventh graders and eighth graders in the same room for a class. And I was a seventh grader, so a loser. <laughs> and uh, I'd, I was a sheltered child, as we all can tell immediately upon first meeting me. <laughs> um, and I remember uh, they were talking about sports, talking about sports or whatever. And somebody was like, oh, Kobe Bryant. And I don't know why I thought he was a soccer player. And I said something to that regard. Like, oh, he's great at soccer or like, did he Gosh, score a goal? He's so good with the foot sport. I don't know. I said something. And then uh, it was never let go of Oh, for the rest of I mean, it felt like the rest of my life, but probably just like the oh, rest I'm of sorry. the day. But what I'm saying is there are pitfalls when you fake care about when things. When you fake care, you could, yeah. So it's almost impossible to make yourself care about something. It's a lot, throughout your life, you're going to want to want certain things. It would be so much easier if you just wanted the right things. So you're going to want to want 
to watch sports. You're going to wish you cared. Yes. And that is exhausting. It's also exhausting to fake care. To cheer loudly about something you don't care about. That sounds awful. But it could also be hilarious. And fun. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't recommend this, but what I would do (laughs) is I would go to their meetups for Notre Dame and just, like, fucking go whole hog. Like, paint my face. Like, you know, do bring a cheese hat. I'm not sure what state. I think Wisconsin. Where Notre Dame is in Indiana. Indiana. They have cheese, too, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, bring your cheese hat and just go nuts. Just bring, like, a megaphone. Do you understand? Uh, megaphones are cheap and they're very easy to get. And they're so loud. Trin has one. Oh, they're my God. They're very loud. And my life is forever changed for the better. Trin does it, uses her megaphone to announce birthdays in the office. And it scares the shit out of everyone because it sounds like the cops are there. So what we're saying is option one. Scare your friends. Is frighten your friends with your enthusiasm. With how much you care. Because <laughs> they will think it's very funny. And like you might get into the mode and like, okay, this is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like I really don't give a shit about this. Bring irony to the problem. Oh, love it. My uh, my friend group is super into Northwestern sports and I don't care. But their <laughs> excitement makes me care because it's cute and they're nice about it. And their team loses a lot. So it's not like <laughs> it's not like they're out dominating. Um, and they're humble about it. So I show up to their like bar nights to watch the game and I'm the only one in like the entire bar not wearing Northwestern purple. Uh, and if I were like new to the friend group or if I weren't as close friends, I would probably be a a little shy about this, but instead I just lean into it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, she doesn't even go here. (laughs) Go Wildcats. You go Glen Coco. Um, but yeah, I could see this being difficult if it was a school like, like Notre Dame. That maybe you didn't like for like sport non sports reasons or anything. Yeah, like really. I mean, it's, what I like about what you said, Jen, is that it's not just that you you go and you show up to these sport nights and and you have a good time, but you're enjoying the enjoyment that is happening in the room. I love watching my friends watch sports, even when they're sad. Mm-hmm. It's so cute when they're sad about it, and I don't mean that in a condescending way because I'm sure they think it's cute that when I get sad about video games. Right. Yeah, they're like, oh, Jen, it's so cute that you cried that hard at at Mass Effect. Right. And it's like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Jen, I really love that comparison. Uh, Because you know what, listener, no matter what it is you're into, somebody on this world thinks it's stupid and nerdy. (laughs) That's so true. And you can find them on the internet at any time. Right. Or they'll find you. They're the ones posting hate in the the tags. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so I think that putting it in the context, like walking into the room of your sports friends, sports friends, sports friends. So walking into the room of your sporty pals and be and and knowing, oh my gosh, this is their Doctor Who, right? You know that I think that that might put you in the right headspace. That is so smart, Trin. I also like respecting that it's not your territory. Yeah. This isn't what my expertise, but I'm going to go here and enjoy it and probably learn something. That's the thing about every time I watch a sport. I learn something every time because sports have a lot of rules that I just never learned. Like, I still don't understand what an infield fly pop up ball is in baseball. And like, I, I'll never it's I don't know. I'll never understand it like that and daylight savings time are two things that I will never grasp. And it's kind of fun to make my friends tell me yet again what is going on. <laughs> I guess what we're driving at is that there are a lot of different activities that you can enjoy within the sphere of your friends enjoying sports that aren't necessarily you giving specifically a shit about this game. Snacks. Snacks. 
There are lots of roles at the sports party that aren't just like fans. Snacks are very good. They are objectively the best meal of the day. Completely agree. Yeah. So like often the best snacks are available at sporting events. It's not fair. It's not fair that they have the best snacks. But it's it's cool if you can take advantage of this. My buddy, (laughs) I'm just putting together now that he's he's a Notre Dame fan. Sorry. Sorry, pal. Bravo. Yeah, bravo. He makes bravocado dip. I love that. Which is very good guacamole. And you know what? I might put up with a, a, a football game to get my hands on some fucking guacamole. When my friends do sports, I'm all about that dip, baby. You got to get that dip. Give me that dip. If you are at a sporting event and there are fewer than three kinds of dips. What are you doing? Bail. Yeah. That's pointless. Yeah. Demand dip. If you are going to put in this effort and time with your loved ones, they had better bring you some delicious goo to put on flat carbohydrates. Mm. <laughs> I'm just reading our notes here. This is hilarious. <laughs> oh, oh, what's your other piece of advice, Trin, about showing up to the event? Oh, you beeves? You're talking about no, beeves? animals. Animals. Pets. Pets. Oh, right. Yeah. No matter what kind of party... You may be in attendance too. Uh, a lot of times there will be an animal to hug. A Ooh. dog, cat, bird, rabbit, guinea pig, gerbil, capybara, and various rodents of sizes. And what's important is that sometimes you can get friend credit for being in the room during a thing that happens. And really all you're doing is playing on your 3DS and like hugging on a dog. Yeah. And just looking up and cheering when your friends cheer. Doesn't that sound amazing? Yeah. So I don't think that your friends would hold it against you if you hung out and did a thing that you like, ate their food, and patted them on the back when bad sports things happen. I kind of think sporting events in someone's living room are really good for introverts. Yeah. Because everyone's focused on a thing and you can kind of check in and check out. There's not a time for a ton of conversation because everyone's attention is on who's doing one on the television. So I've always enjoyed like Super Bowl because I just sit, I take the worst seat because I don't need to watch this. Yeah. In fact, I really, really actively dislike football. I've tried. I just, I just really hate it. But I like watching my friends watch it. And Super Bowl parties do have really good snacks. This is true. Have you ever seen the sexy lesbian Tostinos commercial that was on Saturday Night Live with Kristen Stewart? Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. So Google that. Oh, Hulu it. I don't, I don't, whatever. Make out with a girl and eat some pizza rolls. Yeah, while the boys are doing sports. Yeah, enjoy yourself. There are other things you can enjoy while other people are enjoying sports, such as lots of sports are dramatic. Bunch of drama queens. Here's a thing. Mm -hmm. Fantasy football? That's D&D for jocks. It it completely is. It's math. Yeah. It's nerds. It's statistics. That's what that is. You can do that if you like nerds and statistics, okay? Okay. Do you love watching 90210, the OC, the Great British Bake Off? Okay. Like, if you like drama, then you might like sports drama. Like, around draft season, all these teams, all they do is just beef. They beef with each other. They beef. They got beefs. They're like, okay, I don't want to be on this team because of this guy. But what if these two guys are on the same team together? Are they going to get along? What is this team? Can this team go overcome these fractures when they lose this star player? Like, this is very dramatic fiction nerd shit. Yeah. You need a buddy there that will help you understand the drama. There's a Cubs player who retired. And right before he retired, 
he won the World Series and he's been waiting his entire life. And he's a quote old man, even though he's not that old, but he's old for a baseball player. It's beautiful. And like he threw out the first pitch at when the Cubs played at home this year. And like I had no idea what was going on, but the I was watching the game and the audience, the like the crowd was losing their mind. And I was like, John, what is going on? And he gave me the very rich backstory of this man. And I was like, oh my God. God, this is a soap opera. It is. That's what this is. Exactly. Like people are, are always saying things like, oh, like this is for for normos. This is for for jock boys. <laughs> no, it's like it's just a different kind of being a fucking dork. It's just Game of Thrones. It really is. And if you're like me, uh, I'm the kind of person who loves to hear about other people's drama, regardless if I know them personally <laughs> or not. I find it very entertaining when people try and like sift through the emotions of this world. So, yeah. So I guess like that's do we have anything else you can do at a sport party? I feel like we covered a lot of good sport party. I mean, you can also decide not to go. So that's the thing is, is essentially like we're saying if you want to participate, here are ways to get involved and enjoy yourself and be with your friends that don't mean that you have to like the things that they like. But you could also just opt out. Yeah, that's totally fine. Be like, if I come and enjoy your basketball game, can we do board games next time? Yeah. Uh, the truth is that in your life, it's not just going to be sports that will make you feel left out. People will have big conversations about like deep Dragon Age lore around you and you will be lost and just waiting for the conversation to end. You will walk into a party and somebody will talk about the ins and outs of their gardening and the tomatoes and cucumbers that they're growing. Guilty. And you won't you won't have any idea what the fuck a, a chloroform is. Wait, not chloroform. <laughs> not chloroform. What's the other one? Chlorophyll. 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 That's, the guy. <laughs> That's the guy that's in plants. Love it. So I think that that liking or not liking sports is like liking or not liking anything else. It's just that when it's sports, it feels really different because we have this cultural Americana and I guess also Canadian drama because it's hockey. Right. Uh, there's something very that's it is there's something very cultural about sports. And if you don't like them, it can make you feel so much like an outsider. But when you piece together the fact that it's like liking or not liking anything else like woodworking. Oh, that's cool. Woodworking is cool. Get into woodworking. Also, uh, one of the reasons is part of the fabric of our culture is that sports change. Sports change like every day. Yeah. It's like the weather. Yeah. Like and people are usually tied to a sports team because of their region. So like it's it's a good small talk. It's an easy way to find common ground with people unless you are you or you are me or Trin. And then it's like, <laughs> I don't I don't know. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we are not obligated to be kind and polite when people talk about the things that are dear to them, even if they're not dear to us. So again, like we said earlier, if it helps, liken enjoying sports to literally anything else, liking old movies, liking whatever, liking Korean fashion, because it's not actually different. And you're not cool for not liking the norm thing. You're not. That's the other thing is that like I, I, I from the the question, you seem to not be this way. But just just in case there is nothing cool about shitting on something that people like. I agree. I have a personal policy, which is not to shit on anyone's harmless joy. Yeah. And it can often feel like sports are not harmless because when you go to a football game and there is patriotism and a military flyover oh yeah there's some weird shit tied up in sports but here's the thing your friends probably know that right they probably are able to separate the problematic part of sports and still enjoy it when their crappy basketball team does something cool 
So give your friends the benefit of the doubt. I think in a lot of cases, and you know, there's a time and a place to have conversations about the problematic player on the Blackhawks. Right. For sure. Or like what sports mean to capitalism or like city structures. It's like your friends who like Iron Man. Okay. Yes. He is toxic masculinity in a human being form. Okay. Like they get it. Like they understand. They like Iron Man anyway. Robert Downey Jr. kind of seems like he used to be a prick. Yeah, they're whatever. They're going to enjoy the Iron Mans. Thank you, Trin, because you know I love Iron Man 2. I know you do. I love those movies. Specifically Iron Man, the second one, right? It's my favorite. It's the best movie. It's a film. It's not. It transcends movies. It's cinema. It's cinema. Thank you. So in conclusion, just remember that this dork thing is just the same as any other dork Everyone thing. is a dork. Everyone's a fucking dork. I think your friends will be really receptive to you trying, whether that means like going whole hog and being like a silly idiot about it or whether you find something piecemeal about the experience that you enjoy. But at the end of the day, like you can't make yourself want something just like anything else in life. Should we do the next one? Is that it? Yeah. God, that feels like really short. We did great. That's why. Well, we are incredible people, Jen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next one. You're up. All right, question two. Jen, would you mind very much if I were to read this question? Please do. (laughs) I love this. My hockey team is doing really poorly, and my friend's team is doing well, and I want them to shut up about it. That's the entire question. That's the whole question. There's no question Not really a question, actually. (laughs) But we can infer, how do I make my friend shut up is the question. And you can't. You can't. I mean, sports mean a lot to people. I think I've mentioned this before, but my my maternal grandmother had framed photos of the 85 Bears and the 92 Cubs on the same wall where she kept our graduation photos. Like there'd be all these like family pictures and then there's the Cubs, which is adorable. Uh, So like Trin and I have lived in Chicago for a very long time. Who cares more about sports than Midwesterners? I don't even. I mean, we are we are in the thick. Yeah. Of it. Chicago is a sports city. It's also... Oh, oh, go ahead. You know who cares about sports more? Who? Southern people who uh, follow high school games. Oh, yeah. Texas football. That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, Friday Night Lights. But I know what you're saying. It's culturally ingrained. Yeah. We have to keep... We keep coming back to this refrain that this is cultural. Like, there are certain... uh, There are certain ways to interpret the situation that are different because it is a societal thing. And it's a... It's a city thing. It's a loyalty feeling kind of thing. It's pride. Right. Like, in the case of the Chicago Cubs, it's, like, family history, like Trin was mentioning. Like, there was this... After the Cubs won the World Series last year, there was this like a lot of these like personal op-eds and columns and pieces coming out about people that had gone to the bar with there there was a man who who went to a bar and sitting next to him was an urn full of his grandfather's ashes so they could quote watch the game together. I don't know if you could tell, but sports mean a lot to people. Yeah, my mom called me to tell me that she didn't think that she'd live to see the oh. Cubs win the World Series. Yeah. Yet despite this. So in my family, like, you know, we're Cubs fans, but I got friends who are Sox fans. Uh, and yet, despite my joy, even though I don't even care that much about sports, it's a cultural family thing. Right. I did not, you know, beep, boop, text up my Sox friends, Sox friends, Sox friends, your, my, your friends on the Sox, my friends who are on the Sox team, those <laughs> Chicago White Sox. I wasn't like, LOL, you see in this, bruh. Like, I didn't do that. <laughs> you could have that one night, though. That's but that's a still that's like active malice. Yeah, that's not really. <laughs> that's kind of like baiting yeah so i mean if okay so you want them to shut up about it if you're asking them to shut up on social media if they're like talking publicly about it it's not gonna happen 
people go to the internet to express sadness and anger and frustration, but they also go to the internet to express joy and find their people. Um, so just mute the fuck up. Mute them. Mute. Mute. Why are people hesitant to mute? I don't know. Once you get started, it's like a, it's like it'll just, you'll never stop. Just mute. It's so good. It is. Yeah. I've got so many people muted since the election. Oh, yeah. I, uh, there's a writer I admire who said, uh, Trent, I don't think you watch Breaking Bad, so you might not understand this reference, but uh, this writer said that she mutes and blocks people like like this character on Breaking Bad dings his bell, and, which means rapidly all the time. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. So, so that's if they are posting publicly about this. You should just avoid their public posts. Uh, but if they are texting you things like, LOL, do you see how crap your boys are? They're so bad. Then just block their number for a while. Yeah, to give yourself a break. Oh, God, that'd be, I would think it's so funny if I was trolling my friends and then they blocked my number. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good natured about this kind of thing, though. But there's, I'm sure there's a good, straightforward way to say, like, hey, this is officially too much for me like i'm actually genuinely sad now right yeah exactly because like your friend probably thinks you're participating in if you're if you're trash talking with a friend about sports they probably think you're both participating equally right even if you're not exactly like now he your friend i just said he because i just just seems like a guy thing to do (laughs) yeah but uh your friend probably assumes you've actively opted into this by being a fan of this one team right which is actually not, not the true. case. No. Yeah, by supporting the Cubs, you will get ripped apart forever. <laughs> like, like it's just part of the cultural phenomenon. But like, maybe you actually don't want that. Well, so something good about sports is that in general, you don't just have like one good team and then the rest of the teams are bad. And that's how they live forever and ever and ever. It's mostly like there's ups and downs. So if your team sucks right now and their team is good, I- I'm sure if you follow sports, you know this. Eventually, you're going to start winning games and they're going to eventually start losing games. So uh, I I like what Jen says that you've got to clue them in onto what you actually want, because uh, if you were trashing them by texting them like, you know, pictures of like your middle finger uh, on the on the sock sign or whatever, then then they need to note that the situation has changed and and it's made you sad. Yeah, exactly. You got to clue them in. And just a general rule for when you're trash talking sports with your friends, keep it clean. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, dirty words, fine. Dirty words, fine. By keep it clean, I mean, like, you know, if you're trash talking how bad Chicago teams are, don't also talk about, like, our mess shooting problem. <laughs> like, that's like, that's not playing. That's not. No. That's not talking about sports. That's no. just dissing the city in a mess cultural problem. Like, don't, nothing below the belt. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's totally okay to be like, this This one, your goalie's face is strange. <laughs> right? Uh, Yeah, I think so. If I were like, hey, Jen, I, I, I'm i sure the Blackhawks have like five goalies. I was like, have you they seen that? They have two, g-? I think. They have two? Yeah. And what if I was like, that guy's face is weird? I would be I would be surprised because he's kind of a he seems like a good looking dude. Is he like a beefcake? Let me look him up. Um, he's okay. He's kind of he's got a beard, which is nice, but he's kind of I'm not crazy about him. So the good thing about googling hockey boys is that they're bearded and large, and I'm and mm. yeah. So to go back to the first question, something that you can enjoy if you're a person who's into men is ogling. There's just something about hockey players. I, I think it's because it they're is. so covered up. Yeah, and like. Man, anything could be under there. Oh my god, they're mm. like, 
they're so attractive. God, it's they it's look bad. like they could throw you across the room, Jen, in a good way, obviously. I know. But yeah, that's why I'm mad. I know. It's just like, yep. My, <laughs> I have a friend who described. I think it was describing Patrick Sharp, who is a former Blackhawk and maybe the hottest man alive. Uh, she described him as he could come over and fix my sink anytime he wanted. And uh-huh. just somehow I knew exactly what she meant by that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he could. That's how my fan fiction starts. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. I need a moment. Yeah, we're going to take a little break. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I know we've t- have we talked about this on the podcast before that we wrote. All right, we have. Because we recorded it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But not on the podcast. No. But uh, <laughs> this is back to the first question again. But I wrote Jen <laughs> I wrote Jen a fan fiction about her slash the Blackhawks. And like and I so here's that that's the thing. It and was the, the best gift I've ever been given. Trin <laughs> wrote like a thousand word fanfic of all the Blackhawks just doting on me. Yeah. Rainy, we Harry all woke Potter. up in the same bed together. You walked dogs together. Yeah. Oh, but so that's the thing is like, I, th- I think that there is an element of sports that is silly and squishy and fun and delightful uh, that I, I hope that the first person can grab onto <laughs> just physically the, grasp just, with their hands. Just right on their beefy deltoids. <laughs> Oh, hoo-ha. Okay, listen, guys. Okay, we have to wrap up this episode because, like, there's beards. It's springtime and everyone's horned up. We're all horny. So (laughs) everybody chill out. Go fantasize about some hockey players. It'll be fine. That's our advice. Yeah. I think that's our overall message with this episode. It's like, go enjoy yourself. How many weeks are left over in the playoffs anyway? I think they go to like June. Are you fucking kidding me? That's forever. For a, I think they go for a while. Yeah. I was literally about to say like there's probably only like two more weeks left in this. No, I think it's garbage. a long time for hockey. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Wow. Well, this has been friendshipping. This has been horny friendshipping. <laughs> if you would like to ask us a question, please do slam it right up our asshole at ask.fm slash do friendship. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can at do friendship. Please like and subscribe and review if that's something that you're into. Do you feel like we are? The, are these hockey boys going to be OK, Jen? Oh, I'm. they're going to be OK. Wow. We're going to take care of them. <laughs> she winked. <laughs> No, I just blinked rapidly because I, I have allergies. Oh, well, it was very sexy. <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, you're welcome for talking. Do friendship at the problem.